calling all entrepreneurs. If you want to know how to build a successful business and know how to navigate through the good and bad of entrepreneurship, you're in the right place. Nicole Espinosa and her guests share their secrets to building your business. This is Entrepreneurship Uncensored. All right, welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneurship Hashtag Uncensored, and I am your host, Nicole Spinoza. Okay, so today I want to talk about NLP, and if you don't know what NLP is, it's Neuro Linguistic Programming, and this, well, first of all, I'm definitely not going to be able to go over all of it in this podcast because people take weeks and weeks of training um, through this, and I actually do this in our live event. I have a two-hour training on this, but I want to condense this to give you tips on negotiating um, because no matter what kind of entrepreneur you are, it always involves sales, right? Because if you don't have sales, then you don't have a product and you don't have business. Neurolinguistic programming, what is it and why is it so important? So NLP is all about the psychology of how the human brain works, okay? And what is so powerful about NLP is that when you learn how to interact with people and talk to people that are not like you, that's the key, you're talking to someone that is the complete opposite of you, okay? So for example, you know, I'm talking to someone that maybe is is older that, you know, a home, and I always relate this to real estate uh, because that's just, you know, what I do. So say I'm meeting with a homeowner and she's an 80-year-old woman and she is a lot slower, she talks slower, and she is not going to respond well to me being like, hey, how are you? I'm so excited to see you and da 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 whatever. Like, you know, let's go. We can sell your house. You know, there's no way that she's going to be able to relate to that. So in order for me to build rapport with her, I need to understand how to get on her level and how to connect with her, even though there's an age difference, even though we're in completely different stages of life. If you're an entrepreneur and you're in sales, naturally, you probably know some of these things, but you don't know how to articulate it or define it. So for years, I realized that I knew how to connect with people, but I didn't know what NLP was or how to tell my salespeople like, hey, what are you talking about? Just you know, get on their level and and build rapport with them. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I realized as I was trying to train my team that there was specific skills that can be learned on how to negotiate and how to be effective when it comes to sales. And those are things that I want to share today in, in this podcast of how to do that and how to negotiate. So number one is never argue. Always agree with some what someone's saying. So I'll give you an example. If I talk to a homeowner, and of course I'm going to use what I do as an example to try and relate. So when I talk to a homeowner that is in foreclosure and they tell me that, no, there's absolutely no way that I want to sell. I, I want to keep my house. Like this is what I'm doing. Then I agree with them. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That That definitely sounds like a good plan. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to get on their side. Okay. So I don't ever disagree or argue with the person that I'm trying to connect with or trying to negotiate with and get them on board or getting them to buy my product or, or whatever that looks like. I don't want to be their enemy. And so what a lot of people do is they try to insert themselves in the conversation and say, oh no, but you don't understand. And they try to be the expert of like basically inserting themselves 
to show their knowledge, right? So it's innocent. People just want them to know like, hey, I'm the professional. I know what I'm talking about. That's the worst thing that you can do because you're automatically doing a you versus me situation, okay? So follow along with me. If I'm talking to this person and they are just delusional, I mean, and that's the reality, right? Because I deal with people that are in foreclosure and they just don't want to lose their house, but they don't know how to keep it. And they don't want to spend the money on the mortgage and all of that. So I'm talking to someone and the worst thing I can do is argue with them. The worst thing I can do is disagree with them. So I agree with them. If they tell me that the bank's crazy, I'm like, absolutely they are. If they tell me that they want to keep the house, that there's no way like they have equity and all of that, no problem. So in my first point, the, when you want to build rapport and you want to keep someone engaged on the phone and and really becoming your friend more than just someone that they need to hire, never disagree with them, okay? So that goes right into my second point, into mirroring. So mirroring is an NLP technique, and basically what it is is you are emulating their characteristics or behaviors, and they're subtle, right? But they're things that make that person feel comfortable. So going back to the to the elderly lady um, example that I had earlier, if I am meeting with someone that is in their 80s and they are talking a little bit slower, I'm going to try and relate to her as much as possible. I'm going to mirror her mannerisms. I'm going to mirror the way her tone, the way that she's talking. And if you don't do this naturally when you're talking to someone, then you have to identify like, okay, this is what she's doing. And now consciously, I have to do the same thing so that I can be on her level. And that is a huge sales technique. That is a huge, just in being able to connect with other people that are not like you, that makes them feel comfortable. So if I'm talking to someone that is in that situation, I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, hey, Susan, yes, absolutely. So let's talk about this. Or if like, say example, I'm, I'm in her living room and I see, um, you know, what she's interested in. I'll see older photos, right? And I'll, I'll start talking about my grandmother and how she has my pictures everywhere. I mean, I will literally just pick anything in that house that I can easily identify with or relate to. And I'll start talking about that. So she'll feel like, wow, we have this commonality. Like I like her, I feel comfortable. And what mirroring does is it builds rapport by mimicking those behaviors so you can be on their level, okay? And by building rapport, you are fundamentally creating and establishing that relationship where they want to work with you. They want to be around you. And I tell this to people all the time when it comes to specifically with what, what I do is do not sell, educate. Okay. And so this is a perfect that goes into what I'm saying because I'm, I spend time relating and talking to homeowners and educating them on what their options are instead of saying, I'm a real estate agent or I'm a real estate investor and I want to buy your house or I want to sell your house. And that's what, what will always set me apart from literally anyone else. Because now the focus is away from me and it's all about them. And I've done a really good job in these conversations, getting on their level building rapport and making them feel comfortable because I'm not their enemy. It is not a you versus me. It's, Hey, I'm on your team. So let me explain how I can add value to the team. And that is a perspective and, and a mindset shift that needs to happen when you are in sales because so many people 
in sales, focus on the money, which you a hundred percent have to do. You have to know like what you're aiming towards because money is extremely important and it, it funds and, and helps you with that. But when it comes to clients, when it comes to relationships, that has to be in, in not even in your mind, right? If you want to get more deals, if you want to negotiate better, if you want to be able to actually create a business uh, of people that want to come back and really refer you over and all of that, like I've built my business 100% referral, you have to make these people feel comfortable and get on their level. Okay. So squirrel, I was getting off. (laughs) Of course I do this a lot, so I'm sorry. Um, But I was getting off topic, but that's, that is a fundamental thing in my business. So I'm super passionate about it. Okay. So let's talk about now tactically, right? So you've built rapport, you've mirrored the person that you are trying to work with so that they can feel comfortable. And now how do you get them on your side? How do you get them to really do what you want, right? The key to someone, to talking to someone that is on the completely other spectrum of where you're at or where you need to be, let's just talk numbers, right? Say we are negotiating a contract and I'm talking to a homeowner and they're at a hundred thousand and I need to be at 75 and we just cannot, we're kind of in an impasse and we cannot get on the same page. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reframe the conversation, So I'm going to take the focus now off the numbers and I'm going to reframe the conversation on what their biggest problem is. What is their biggest need? What do they need to get out of the transaction? Because now I know that they really want a hundred thousand and they're trying to justify and sellers do this all the time. And they don't even know that they're doing this strategically. They're just doing this out of desperation that they're like, no, 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 no. I need a hundred thousand dollars. Right? So instead of me arguing about no, this is worth 75. This is what we need to sell it at, or this is what I need to buy it at. Instead, I'm going to focus on their biggest pain point and I'm going to reframe the conversation to figuring out how to alleviate that. Okay. And what I mean by that is say, let's just go with the elderly lady, poor, poor Susan or Betty or whoever I use the example of, but so Betty is now the lady. Um, so Betty is sitting here and she's like telling me in the very beginning that she is just so tired. Like she is needs to sell the house and needs to go to an assisted living and she cannot handle worrying about the house anymore. So I know that Betty's biggest pain point in this situation is that she needs to move. She can't handle it. She can't handle the upkeep. She can't handle the repairs. So even though she needs a hundred thousand, so she says like her actual problem is that she needs help and she doesn't want to worry about the stress of dealing with the everyday stuff. So now I'm going to reframe the conversation since I'm not getting anywhere and I don't want to argue with her about price. And I'm going to talk about, okay, so Betty, what I'm going to do is if we buy this house, what I want to do is get my moving company here and they're going to pack and and take you wherever you need to go. If you need help finding a facility, I have a team of people that can help you find one. If not, you know, say it's not assisted living, if it's an apartment or a rental or a house or a new house, you know, I'm going to help with that process because the most stressful part, no matter what you're doing, like if you're in foreclosure or just a traditional transaction, the most stressful part is of moving is or of selling a house is moving, right? We can all agree on that. And people always say the same thing. I never realized how much stuff I have until I have to move it, right? Everybody says that. 
nobody knows that everybody says that, but literally everybody says that. We get texts all the time when we're asking sellers to move. Like, I can't believe I have so much stuff. No. So in those situations or in that situation, I'm going to tell her, look, I'm going to take all of that off your plate. Not only that, but I'm going to make sure that your pro- the process of closing is easy and simple. We're going to pay all of the closing costs. You're not going to have to worry about listing the house. You're not going to wor- have to worry about a buyer coming in, renegotiating, inspecting, all of that. So part of our process is that we try to make this a good experience, right? So we're not just buying your house. We want to make sure that we're taking this all off your plate because that's the stressful part, the time and the money you're putting into trying to figure out who you can trust and and how you get through that. So now I'm having a conversation with her about the very things that she complained to me about, and I'm reframing the conversation to her pain points instead of what we were stuck at. So now her defenses are down. And instead of arguing with me, she's like, you know what? I need that. Let's just move forward with the 75,000. And a lot of times, and it may look different for every conversation, but if you notice, instead of me going back and forth, like, hey, this is all about the numbers, like I'm going to focus on the rapport that I built with her from the very beginning and connecting with her to figure out what is her motivation? What is her pain points? What are things, what are solutions that I can provide that is worth it to her to make the numbers work? And this can be applied to anything. This can be applied to any types of negotiations. If you're negotiating a contract with someone and you're trying to, you know, get them to understand where you're coming from, reframe the conversation to show them like, okay, this is why, you know, you said earlier this, this, and this. So this is what we can do to help with that. And now you're taking the focus off, off of what was making you guys against each other. And now you're focusing on being a team again. And that's the key, making sure that you guys are on the same team and reframing their mindset to say, okay, now instead of, instead of me having my guard up, which is the reason why most people don't want to work with you, the reason why they, they don't even give you a chance, because if you're cold calling, if you are prospecting, whatever you're doing, they immediately think you're just trying to make money off of them. But when you're doing all of these things I talked about, like mirroring, reframing the conversation, and you're empathizing with you know, what they're going through and treating them as a human being, all of these things are so incredibly powerful in getting them to do what you need them to do. And I think a lot of people underestimate that because they can't get over themselves. They think that they need to somehow show this other person how amazing they are. They they need to show this other person, this potential client, that they're the best agent in the entire country, that they have sold so many houses and that they know better and the client doesn't. And that's where people check out because people really don't care about what you've done. They only care about how you can help them. They only care about how you can be a solution to their problem. They only care about how they can connect with you. And that's why, and not to go on a whole tangent, but that's why technology will never replace human relationships because people crave that. They want to feel heard. They want to feel like they're being taken care of. In the society that we're in today, people will pay. In the society that we're in today, there are two ways to make money. Through, through the actual experience, like that's why you have restaurants that now are, you know, combining with like putt-putt golf and all this other stuff. They'll either, they'll either do something and pay for the experience or they will pay for the convenience. That, that's where we're at, the experience. So can you make 
your transaction an experience that they feel like I was important, I was heard, and I was taken care of? And can you combine it with the convenience of, hey, I did what I said what I was going to do. I'm making this easy for you. So you, I'm not overcomplicating it. And, and this is, these are the steps that we need to take and it's done. Because the worst thing and what the reason why so many businesses are failing is because they try to overcomplicate their process. They don't follow through. And, and so there's like this so much back and forth on, on emails and phone calls and text messages. And, and they're not, you know, being proactive what they're doing. And so people are shying away because they're like, no, I'd rather put my phone number online and have someone email me a copy and have a computer do it. But they're missing that human component. So incorporate a positive experience where that person feels connected to you automate, make it convenient to where they're like, okay, this is a no brainer. I love Nicole. She listens to me, but she also made this process super easy. Like this is a no brainer. I I have to work with her because the other guy that came to my house was a hot mess. He just kept telling me how, you know, no, there's no way you're going to get hundred thousand for your house. It's got to be 75 or whatever. And I just didn't feel like he heard me. And on top of that, he left, you know, a bunch of papers on my desk and then hasn't called me back since. That's the difference. And in this day and age, in 2022, if you want to stick out among everyone else, if you want to learn how to get more clients and more business, you have to figure out how to make that experience a memorable one. You have to make that experience something that that will last, that impression that will last with them, that they will, they want to send their fe- family and friends to you. They want to refer you out and scream it from the rooftops like, this is the best experience I've ever had when buying a house or selling a house or buying that product from you. So like I said, you know, NLP is, you know, weeks and weeks of like training and stuff, but I wanted to give you those key points at least to, to start on how to connect with more people because I felt like that would be super helpful, especially on the podcast with other entrepreneurs. Um, we go into detail. Um, we have a two-hour training in our live event. So if you want to learn more, you know, especially when it comes to the sales training, um, definitely reach out to me. Our two-day live mastermind is just that. It's a mastermind where we're collaborating with, you know, other agents and realtor or another other realtors and investors all over the country. Uh, really excited. We're going to start doing these quarterly. Um, it's actually uh, coming up. So if you guys are interested and you're like, I need to figure out how she's speaking my language. Like I need to learn how to talk to more people because maybe you're making these calls and you're not getting anywhere. Like how many people are actually cold calling right now and trying to meet with clients, but they're not actually closing a deal. And that could be the disconnect. It could just be the way you're saying it. It could just be, you know, how you're communicating with these people in my mentorship, like in our bootcamp classes and in mentorship, I constantly just tell them one or two things that change the way they think or approach the conversation and it changes everything. And that's the power of a mentorship. That's the the power of getting a mentor that can help you tweak these little things that can make such a huge difference in your business. So uh, let me know if you guys are interested and I'll see you guys next time. If you like today's podcast, make sure to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's the Short Sale Queen TV where I'm releasing weekly videos and daily shorts to give you guys business advice and talk all things real estate. If you're getting any value from this, leave a five-star review and I would love to connect with you. 
reach out to our website for more learning opportunities, vssqueen.com.